Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sometimes benevolently, sometimes doing all sex and that sort of thing and all. If you want to contact the show, contact me on the Patreon site as we share your spooky nighttime stories. We go to Zena, who's ringing in. Are you there, Zena? Hello, I am, yes. Very spiritual name, Zena. One thinks think of Zena, so. uh, the famous uh, clairvoyant from the Victorian age. One Ooh. thinks of Zena, uh, the warrior. And one thinks of... Um, well, those are the two of them anyway. What can I do for you, my love? Clinton, um, I wanted to ask you... Um, right. I think I might have... Um, two different spirit guides. Oh, two different ones? Well, some days right. I am a really nice person. Right. And some days I feel like I just can't stop um, what? being an arsehole. Being an arsehole, okay. And I wondered if I had two different spirit guides. Uh, yeah, bi-spiritual we call that. Bi-spiritual. Um... Tell me this, does it manifest itself at the start of the week bad, at the end of the week good, or vice versa? Oh, um, 
Mm, usually the start of the week's quite good and then yeah. towards the end of the week I feel yeah. like it might be like the bad spirit guide. Right, okay, okay. So so the start of the week Thora heard, mm -hmm. the second half of the week Fred West. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um that sort of thing. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm looking at Tarawak because he is my spirit guide. And at one stage, I had, well, I've had various spirit guides. Yes, I have had various spirit guides, thank you. You're not the only one. He's looking at me cross. No, I've had various ones. I've had some good ones. I've had some bad ones. I've had some nasty, naughty ones. And I've had some mm -hmm. very, very nice ones. Mm -hmm. How does it manifest itself? I mean, do how nice are you when you have the nice one? And how bad are you when you have the bad one? Oh. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say I was really nice, but I'd say I was quite nice. Quite Monday nice. Quite nice, Mon Monday to Wednesday. Five quite or six polite, out of ten, yeah. Quite friendly to people. Yeah, friend. Um, yeah, hail fellow well met, yeah. And then maybe Thursday, Friday, in uh, my head, I might... I might speak to someone nicely, but in my head, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, f*** off. Yeah, yeah, f*** you, you're going, yeah, I know, I know. What What have you got on now? I mean, I, I don't mean clothes wise. I mean, what what head have you got on now? The nice one or the nasty? Um, well, I started off this morning quite nice, but I feel like I'm... Turning. I'm, I feel like I'm turning. Look, Zena, I'm here to tell you it is possible... It really is possible. I've had times before, you know, I live in a little, little village. I won't say where because I don't want everyone storming the place, but I can go in there and I say, have you got any Toblerones, Mrs Baxter? And I'm nice as pie, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, how are you, Mrs Baxter? How's your lumbago? All this old chat and I'm ever so nice. Oh, yes, I would like one of those cakes. Come Friday, where's my f***ing cakes and my Toblerone, <laughs> you bitch? And it's not nice, is it? No. And what I have to do when I'm like that is I don't call on the spirit guide. I just mm -hmm. have to look at myself. What I'm saying at the end of the day, Zena and Tarawak's mm -hmm. nodding, it's easy to blame the spirit. Right. He's crossed his eyes, he's pursing his lips, Tarawak, and he's going, don't blame the spirit! Blame yourself. Look at yourself. When you point at other people, there are three fingers pointing back at you. Right. So, so I, it could just be me. Yeah, it could be you. It could very well be you. Right. You want to take a long, hard look at yourself. It's nothing to it's all to do with the spirits beyond the celestial curtain, Zena. Oh. Try oh. to be nice to people. Oh. Right, thank you. Fucking hell. Yeah. Thanks, Clinton. Bye-bye, love. Bye-bye. <sighs> Bye. This is a lovely letter from a lady called Sarah. And I hope it goes some way in... Well, just emphasising the romantic in life. Sarah was so looking forward to college, the, the quads, the dreaming spies of a university town. Wine-filled summer days and... Well, I don't know, maybe nights spent snorting up mountains of gack off old vinyl album covers in the dorm of some bender from the Transock called Crispin or something. And then on the first day, she met a dream guy. A real live toff with floppy hair, Adam's apple and a big, fat conscience. Let's go on the Save the Rhino march, she said, and they did. Let's spend the, the evening reading up on the demise of the white tiger. And, and so they did. 
Julie, let's spend the whole night in my room designing posters against Shell. Yeah, it was great. But when, oh when, was she going to get some? Save the whale and all that crap was fine, but she was fucking gagging for it. Come on, Julian. I want a bit of the other. Sod the tigers. I'm up for it, she thought. I think we should start a group against the oppression of women, he said one day. After all, they're seen as sex objects. Yeah, whatever. Let's get it on, she fucking thought. I just think blokes are so narrow-minded, he said. Look, take a look, Judy, in your pont. I'm in my underwear. Let's have it. I'm really embarrassed about the way blokes behave. Yeah, I can't make any more obvious, mate. I'm totally fucking stark naked. In fact, I'm going to have a vow of celibacy because I respect you so much. Fucking hell. Judy says the guys from home were a bit rough and ready and she was glad to see the back of them, but at least they knew what to do if it was up and up on a plate with garnish the animals and women's issues and all that is okay but nothing suits a right good going over Judy and your big girl Sarah just wants to say college is okay but if you're well up for it don't hang around with public school boys unless it's matron they're frightened of it and you well they're probably gay anyway thank you Sarah it's a valuable lesson and a lovely story Someone on line three, it's Dana. Hello, Dana. Hello, Clinton. Oh, how are you? Oh, not bad, thank you. How are you? Well, I'm okay, but I'm a little bit spooked. Something oh. very strange has happened. Oh, home. hold on. When did this happen? Very, very recently. Yes, yes, very recently. That, that's right. Jo Johnny, we got a, we got, we got, a, we got a live one here. Put the music on. All right, just relax. Okay, Dana, talk, talk me through it. Okay. Well, I was downstairs with the family right. and, um, you know, just eating lunch and watching TV and doing things. And then I heard a very loud bang. This is when? When did this happen? Set the scene, Dana. Okay, so Saturday evening. Right. Everyone was sitting in front of the telly, just mm -hmm. relaxing. And I knew that there was nobody upstairs. No one upstairs at all. I thought you just said it was lunchtime. Did I Having some lunch? We're having lunch, we're having a late lunch. Yeah, this is where the story falls down, but go on, my love. We're late lunch. Yeah. And then there was a loud bang. A loud bang. Now, everyone's downstairs, so there's nobody upstairs. Right. Very strange. But then a few hours later, I went upstairs to the bedroom, and in the middle of my room was my large stereo. Right. And the aerial had been completely bent in two. Nothing had fallen on it, nothing had rolled on it. No one had touched it. It's spooky. Are you near some chickens? I can hear some chickens or something in the background. Well, I didn't want to discuss the divulger I was, but yes, I'm, I'm at a friend's farm and we're going to play with some chickens later. <laughs> you don't really need to know. Ritual sacrifice. Now, play yes. with some chickens. Um, now, listen, Dana, you went upstairs, you heard a bang, and on your bed there was like, what, a portable stereo, was it? In the middle of the floor was a portable stereo. And the aerial had been completely erect. Right. Now, now it bent in two. Right. And what are you saying? I would suggest that it rolled off the bed. It's broken the aerial. No, it was on the floor. It was there. I left it there. And it was still there. But the aerial had been completely bent in two. What sort of... A, it's just a standard aerial. It's not. wasn't a coat hanger or anything you've put on there, no. temporary thing. Telescopic aerial. From Curry's a number of years ago. This was not some kind of dodgy insurance scam. 
Not that I know of, no. I think I've, I've definitely got the receipt still from Curry's. I think I can prove it. OK, I've got two words for you. Three words, actually. Alan Fluff Freeman. Uh, he's no longer with us. He's up there. He's probably bitter that, you know, he's not on the radio anymore. There's all kinds of shit on there at the moment. And he's probably may have... Um, Tarawak's, Tarawak's saying the same thing. My Eskimo guide is here and he's saying... Fluff, yeah, Fluff Freeman, yeah. Uh, Tarawak, of course, you know, was he was around on planet Earth in the, in the 19th century and even 160 years ago. Yeah, that's right. About that at the start when Alan Fluff Freeman started his career... And it could well be him wanting to get back on the radio. Was there anything playing on the radio? Was it plugged no, in? No, it wasn't plugged in. Just sitting in the middle of the room. I'd left it there because I'd been doing some cleaning earlier in the day. Right. So I moved it to the middle of the room where I knew it would be safe. Or so I thought. Have there been any, uh, you know, music broadcasting related spooky goings on in your house up to now? No, never. Never. And I'd love, I'd love something to happen, like Kurt Cobain to come in, maybe, or, or you know, Jimi Hendrix to, wanted to play. I've got to tell you something. Jimi Hendrix is going to come and visit you. <gasps> yeah. Really? Um, you, it's funny no you way. should mention him, because he did just, um, he just mentioned it just now. Uh, and he says, what you really want to do... It, yeah, right. Yeah, he's just telling me now that... <sighs> What's that, what's that, Jimmy? Mail order. Mail order. Matt Plint? No. No, it's closed down. Yeah, it's closed down. Uh, Jimmy's suggesting Matt Plint's for a new aerial. Tell us, tell us, go. I've just tried... No, it's closed down, yeah. No, he doesn't he don't realise it's closed down. He's he? out gone of the isn't he? Rumbelows! <laughs> He's saying <laughs> Rumbelows! What's next, Jimmy? <laughs> no, I don't... From? Just a minute, just... Jimmy, no. No, there's no Dixons either. It'll have to be online. Yeah. He's saying you have to get a new aerial online. He just likes to get involved with these things. Any sort of, um, you know, uh, technical know-how, he thinks he knows about it. I think you could probably get... Jimmy's saying it's why he's nodding, he's saying online. You'd probably get it online, a new aerial for that. I am not one to piss on your spiritual chips, but it does sound like it's just rolled off the bed, my love, doesn't it? You think maybe, because I couldn't remember if it was lunchtime or evening, maybe... I think that's where the story the falls down. I, I, think, uh, I think if we're honest, Danny, you phoned up with a half-baked story about, well, basically, something's fallen off your bed. That's not spiritual, that's just carelessness. Like, I think you're right. Maybe I had too much of the other kind of spirit. I, I think you did. And, and if you are going to drink during the day and forget whether it's lunchtime or the evening, that's going to happen. Jimi Hendrix is... Yeah, all right, Jimmy. Don't be rude. She did phone up. And Johnny out there is he's giving a two out of ten. It's not great, but uh, the thing is, Dana, I did love you with the seven dwarfs. I saw you lovely. Brilliant <laughs> Snow White you were. Oh, wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank all right, you. All right, my love. Take it easy. Stay off the sauce. Don't murder too many chickens. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. We're going to line 2. We got a fellow called Howard and I'm guessing he's phoning from the northwest of England. Are you there, Howard? Yeah, yeah. What's that? You just in wrong northwest. Whereabouts in the northwest? No, we're from the Midlands, Derbyshire. Yeah, it sounds like the northwest of f***ing Iceland. It's so muffled. We're... Really? Yeah, northwest of Venus. The phone's not the best. The phone's not the best. Yeah, okay, Howard. We're struggling to hear you, mate, but go on. Get, get, tell us quickly what's happening. What what happened? Was it a ghost? Start the music, Johnny, but keep it low, because we can't hear him. Is that any better? Yes! Yes, we're on the loudspeaker. Very good. Go on. Shoot. Shoot. Get on with it. Get on with it. It's a f***ing echo down the front. Can you get on with it? Well, I've got to tell you about a ghost story that I've been troubled with. Yeah, that's correct. That's 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 the, right. that's the aim of the game. I mean, if I was, for example, operating, I don't know, uh, an insurance hotline, no mm. doubt we'd be talking about that, or if this was, I don't know, a podcast about cycling. But the clue's in the name, Howard. Well, it's about I'm, two spooky... It's still talking. Spooky nighttime stories. So, have you got one... stories. Right, begin, Howard, before I dive boredom. Hurry up. Right. My, my uh, spooky nighttime story is that... It's, it's, it's like a dream, but it's not a dream. Go on. It feels surreal. Yeah. I get uh, interfered with by this, uh, I'm saying a bit of a highwayman. It's probably more, more of a bandit. You know what I mean? Yes. Interferes with me in the night. Go on. Always enters, you know what I mean, around the back passage. Yes. The and then, uh, oh, it's quite scary, really. Puts the willies up yet. Yes. Mm. That, that's it, really. One of my findings. Right. What do you think to that? What do I think to it? <laughs> not very scary. No, I mean, it's you're not very specific. Jonathan has not even bothered to put any fingers up. In fact, he's just thrown himself out the window. 
<laughs> well, that was a lot of fun, Howard. Um, can I suggest you maybe go on some sort of course, uh, try and get yourself a job, get yourself uh, a new phone, and just uh, go go up to the bathroom, have a long look at yourself in the mirror, and then just have a, you know just have a good think about things, mate. All right. All right. Bye bye. All right. Try. We're going to line one, Johnny, and I've got a wonderful feeling about this person because she's teed herself up online or someone else has teed her up online and she does have a very scary story. Her name is Teresa. And are you there, my love? I am, yes. Hello, Clinton. Hello there. Where are you phoning from, my love? I'm calling from a town called Hensford in Staffordshire. I know it very, very well. Staffordshire is okay. a very, very spooky area. There's all sorts going on there. There's very strange happenings at night, particularly around Cannock Chase, if Stan Collymore's around there. <laughs> yes, very much so. Very much so. Can you get on with the story, please? Yes, sir. Music, please, Johnny, music. Now, um, roughly about 32 years ago, right. uh, my dad passed away. Right. Um, and obviously, I'd love to obviously hear of him yeah. um, I don't know if he's, if you've got any any feeling about him being somebody you've spoken to yeah what's he? his name please his name's John John can you be a bit more specific uh, John Davis John Davis let me just ask uh, Tarawa John Davis John Davis he's from the H- Hensford is it Hensford sort of area Staffordshire Staffordshire, yes, he was from Cannock. He's from Cannock. Oh, he was from Cannock? Yeah. He wasn't involved in any of the dogging or anything like that? Uh, not that he, uh, he admitted to, no. No, no no dogging. Dogging, you know, dogging and piking. <sighs> he didn't ever squash his ball back up against a wing mirror or anything like that, as far as you know. Well, he, he, no, no, he didn't tell my mum that anyway. Right. Uh, he didn't squash it. No, Tarot's asking me. He didn't oh. knock one out on a bumper somewhere or number plate or anything like that. <laughs> Ooh, I hope not. I hope not, no, please. Please ignore him. Tarawak, stop being... I'm afraid he's not coming up. Maybe oh. he's not been too forthcoming. Oh, dear. Go on. Oh dear. Sorry, carry on. Anyway, well, tell me uh, about him. But No, basically, um, we moved into our new house about eight years ago. Right. Myself and my, my husband's third cousin... Um, felt a presence in the house at the top of the stairs. Good God. And uh, we wondered if it was him, really. But and you want me to tell you? Yes, if you could. So where, roughly, where is the house, please? Um, it's in Hempstead. Right. I've got to tell you something. John is taking me over. Tell me if you recognise this voice. No. <laughs> All right, love. All right. Did you oh, see God. me at the top of the stairs? Oh, finally. Oh, no. That's really good. How's everyone keeping? They're all right. They're all right. We're keeping well. You're still going out of the house on that occasionally? Yes, yes. We get out and about, yes. Yeah, good. And you drive a car, don't you? Now... Yeah, is it I white? Do. What? No. Hey? No. No, I said never to drive a car. Well done. Oh, oh you don't have to worry about me. It's all great up up in the kingdom of heaven and that. Oh, 
Oh, brilliant. Great stuff. You tending to the garden still and that? Yes, yes, I am, yes. Yeah, and how's, um... Your husband, jo uh, jo uh, remind me of his... Darren. Darren, how's Darren? He's all right. Yeah, tell him good luck, uh, best from me. Uh, I will. He's fading now, he's gone now. I hope, oh, I do hope that was a comfort to you, my love. Oh, it certainly was. I'm so glad. I'm oh, so glad to hear him off again. It's some of those, those lovely family ties that you can't recreate. It's right. And you've it's got right. a garden, haven't you? I have, yeah, so that's good. And Darren and that? Yeah, yeah. Real comfort. Well, my love, I really hope that's been a comfort. Oh, f I forgot to ask him about the stairs. Hold on a minute. Tarawak, can you get him back? Oh, I'm back again now. I, it was me at the top of the stairs, just checking up on you, so... Uh, all right, thank you. Yeah. Can you not make so much noise next time? No. <laughs> You've kept your sense of humour, I see. <laughs> My love, I try, I try. my little bit, uh, my little teddy bear. I called you, didn't I? Uh, well, no, something like that. that. <laughs> Not specifically that, but it was my kitten, my pumpkin, my angel, honey, honey buns. My little <laughs> one, of them. one of them, probably. Yeah, probably. We can't remember now. No, it's been a long time. Bye bye. Bye bye. He's fading now, and off he goes. Oh. He's quite a big man, small man, skinny, <laughs> wasn't he? Quite a... Uh, middle size. Middle yeah. size. Yeah. Middle size kind of man. Oh. Yeah, well, he's put on weight since he's up oh, there. It's an all-day cool. buffet up there, anything you want. He has a Walls <laughs> Vionetta every night. Oh, Whatever, that's, that's heaven for you. Wait till I tell me, Mum. Yeah, and he has chips, as many chips as you want, because, you know, it don't matter, does it, you know, oh, for oh, your Christ. cholesterol and what have you. Oh. Well, that was a lot of fun, and I hope that's been a comfort to you and your mum and Definitely. Darren, and I think that's all you mentioned, really, but he's fine, I hope you're fine, and perhaps we'll speak yeah. again sometime, my love. Okay, then. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, listeners, as you know, I don't like to just deal with death. In a way, life and death go hand in hand, etc., and all that sort of thing. So what I like to do is tell a story during the, the podcast, this Patreon podcast, that is life-affirming. This is a letter from Susan. Now, Susan is a 28-year-old woman from the Blackpool area of Lancashire. It's a shithole, yes, we all know that, but it's got a certain charm. Susan didn't care for the place and three years ago went abroad for an early holiday in March. Tunisia quite clement this time of year. She was there for the sun, the culture, and a bit of North African bushmeat, if you get me meaning. Every day she'd sit by the pool in a bikini, hoping to catch the eye of one of the locals. But there was a problem. Never one for personal hygiene, she simply hadn't waxed, and as she bathed, or frankly, it appeared as if she was sharing the sun lounger with a pound of old Hoban. On the inside of her thighs were two of the hairiest caterpillars seen since David Attenborough's f 
life on earth. When she bent over to grab her Jackie Collins for a second, from behind you'd be forgiven for thinking Noddy Holder from Slade had arrived for an impromptu poolside gig. It was horrific. Out of control. She could have waxed, but by this stage only a fire at Madame Tussauds could have provided enough to shift all that. Her mad March hair was preventing any guy from coming over, sadly. Well, some had shown interest, sure. A hotel waiter approached and offered her vagina a saucer of milk. A kindly fellow guest had asked where one could purchase those mohair culottes. It was totally horrific. Jesus Christ. And then she met him, pulling up a sun lounger next to a strong, tanned, curly black hair all the way down his back. None of his head, just down his back. Gloriously male with strong thighs, six-pack and a clump of spidery hair peeping over the back of his speedos. He was more her suit than she was, with an arse like an Amazonian rainforest. Wild foliage, put it this way, Sting was in there somewhere meeting its indigenous population. From that moment, they were inseparable, like Velcro, literally. Stuck together in a pubic mass of love. And last year they married. Susan wants you to know that there is someone out there for all of us, whether you're, you're short, tall, did science A-levels, or if you've got a face like a blind cobbler's thumb, or indeed if people are repelled by your overgrown thatch. Never give up hope. She says, all these years later, when she looks at the finely groomed mane sprouting from his iris, she can't help thinking of... Enrique Iglesias and his gorgeous music and presumably hairy ass played so often during that holiday on the Hotel Tannoy. Thank you, Susan. the spirits are very 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 strong tonight i can feel them and we're on line three we've got someone called michael phoning are you there michael i am here clinton how oh, are you yeah fine thank you where are you phoning from i'm calling from suffolk suffolk yeah we've spoken before michael haven't we, we we have spoken before yes you you see um uh, strange entities don't you you see dead that's dead, right yes i see dead people Bloody like, hell. like yourself Yes, well, I'm in the rudest good health at the moment, but, oh, bum bum. Now, listen, Michael, what's been going on? Who have you seen? Well, I, w I was just going to, uh, I want to ring in and just uh, tell you about my recent, uh, my recent story. Um, this is real, is before. it? You're not bullshitting me. Yeah, what, sorry? This is all real, is it? This is all real, yeah. But put the music Wait, on, so. Johnny, here we go. Let's hear it. Go on, yeah. Michael, shoot. So, so I went, I went down again, I took uh, my dog, Rapsy Nesbitt, down to yeah. the graveyard. Right. As we do every day. Right. And uh, while we walk around, there was a young boy on a bike. Good God, go on. Very unusual, because the people don't ride their bikes through graveyards. Right. And uh, he came in, and um, he stopped. And uh, I, I, I looked over, he looked over at me, and the dog looked very uh, very suspicious and started growling. Right. Which is you know, not unusual for a dog to do when he sees a spirit. Right. And uh, yeah, he looked over at me and beckoned me over. And when was this? This this was last week. Good God, go on. And did he look like he was dressed in today's fashions? Or? Yes, he was, yes. He had a pair of Adidas trainers on and uh, jogging bottoms. Go on. 
and I would say he's about, I would say he's about, probably about, what, 29, 20, 29, 30 years old. Go on, you said it was a boy. Yeah. But, yeah uh, you said yeah. it was a boy on a bike. It turns out it he's was 30 years old. a boy on a bike, yeah, he had a racing bike. Mm, and a boy of 30, was that right? About a boy of 30, yeah. A boy, boy anyway. of 30. This is where it falls down, Michael. But go on, carry on. So, so yeah, so he yeah yeah so he beckons me over, right. and uh, he and you know spirits are always there to give us messages. Mm, and, that, that, uh, let me tell you that I know the facts about spirits. You yes. know the facts, and right, okay. that is correct. They are there to give you yes, messages. They are, yeah. So he he, you know, I, I thought well, he's he's obviously here to tell me something. Yeah. Thinking about our, our last conversation. Probably he was there to tell you he's a man, not a boy, and at the age of thirty, maybe, about time he maybe, grew up. Yes. Yeah, yeah go on. And what did what was the message? What was the message? Yeah, because to, to me, a thirty-year-old is a boy. You know? Yeah. What was the bloody message, Michael? The message was you're not going to believe this, but the, the message was sausage festival. A big man. Yeah. And he said. Did you and then that? I looked at him. I looked at him, and he said, "13th of October." What a message. He said sausage. Fe That's not a Festive. euphemism for something going on in the graveyard. No, no I, I, I don't know. Um, so he, sa he said that to me, and then I looked down at Rab C to say, you know, what, what do you think? And he went, when I looked up, he was gone. He was gone. Who was? The boy or, or Rab C? The boy. Is this uh, absolutely true, Michael? Yeah. I went well, to what was euphemistically known as a sausage festival, uh, and it was just on the common near my place, out near Chorley. Yeah. And... There wasn't a f sausage in sight, I tell you that. There wasn't a sausage? It, no, but it was festive. <laughs> it was festive, and there were a few 30-year-olds, not on bikes. No. There a few old bikes there and all, but yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. there were no sausages. No Are you sausages. sure he wasn't some kind of sexual pervert? No, he wasn't, no. He was, he was, I, I, look, I, I looked at him and I thought, you're a very serious bike rider. But he had that serious message for me. Sausage Festival, 13th of October. Have you tried looking up? Uh, I have looked out, and that was going to be my next thing. So you haven't I looked got it home, up? I got home, yeah. and Rab C said to me, can we look this up? Well, obviously, we had to look it up. Sorry, just a minute, and just a minute. Rab C's the dog. Rab C's the dog, yeah, he talks to me. Is that true? Yeah, that's true, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have serious conversations. Yeah. Yeah. West, Westies are very intuitive. Yeah, but they can't speak. That's the difference. Intuitive, well, he yes. Speak, he can speak to me through his mind. Yeah, I've got a staffie who yeah. can pick up a stick yes. and lick his own uh, testicles. Yes. And he's very intelligent, and sometimes he knows when I'm coming home. But speaking specifically yes. about a sausage festival yes. or any kind of, um, yes. you know, culinary delight, in yes. fact, on any given subject, never happens. And never that happens. is. No, that's why I, I doubt your word, Michael. Really, you doubt it? Well, no, can no, you it, just it, get it, your phone now and look up 13th of October, Sausage Festival? I'll wait. Well, I know. Uh, I've already done that. I've, look, I've looked it up. Well, what what the was the answer? And it was the 13th of October. Yeah. is a sausage festival in Framlingham, which is just down the road to me in Suffolk. How about that? Well. That is amazing, isn't it? I think Johnny is staring ahead... Yes. He's sort of shrugging and his head's fallen forward a little bit. Mike, I I believe you believe it. Yeah. And I, I believe in the supernatural. Yeah, of course you do. And I like everything about it apart from the talking dog. <laughs> and the fact that it was well, a, the, the, a boy the and then somebody was a man. Actually, the dog hasn't actually got a voice. It's, it's telepathic. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just out of interest, because I've heard that I can speak to um, animals, pets. Yes, yes, of course, yeah. What have you. And your Westie is saying to me now, he's saying he really misses his balls. Why did you do that to him? <laughs> well, he keeps leaving them in the garden. I... Saw a lady the other day, honestly, I was on the stage, yeah. and I looked down, and I could see her short-haired schnauzer. That is horrible. <laughs> You're a bad man. Yeah. But that's a sort of a joke. Anyway, of yes. Michael, please do stay in touch, get I some help, indeed. and we will speak very, very soon. Thank you very much, Dean. Good luck at the Sausage Festival, and remember... Thank you very much. ...walls Thank you. have ears. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, thank you for listening. I think you'll agree it's been quite hair-raising, but also strangely comforting. Join us next time. And don't forget, if you do have a story you want to impart to us, contact us at this Patreon site. Thank you so much to all patrons. Goodbye. 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 Patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fairy Nail.